0: We all know the importance of how we represent ourselves. The things we say and the things we do influence the people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the messages we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenant-press.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get 25% off the purchase of $50 or more using the discount code GROWTH at checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenant-press.com, www.covenant-press.com to get 25% off your purchase of $50 or more using discount code GROWTH at checkout tell your friends and family about covenant so we can all share the message welcome to laquitas toolbox where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to
1: another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I am super excited today to have with me in the studio Adio King. and he is an amazing man, and I really hope I did not just butcher his name, but if I did, I apologize. He's going to get it's, me right here in a minute.
2: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Good to be yeah. here. Yeah.
1: I'm so excited to have you. I had the pleasure of uh, being on your uh, podcast recently, and I knew that you definitely have some tools that the toolbox audience needs to have so those of you that are returning listeners you already know get something to write with and get something to write on because you will be receiving some power pack tools in today's episode but without further ado sir please introduce yourself to the toolbox audience tell us who you are and what you do
2: Good. Thank you so much, Laquita. It's such a privilege and honor being on your platform. The last time you were on my podcast, the feedback was amazing. You are a woman that is showing up with so much value and content and expertise. So I salute and celebrate you. Now, my name is Adi Goki I'm a John Maxwell Certified Leadership Coach Speaker and Trainer. I'm also a Certified Customer Service Trainer. I'm an author of two books, customer retention and experiential approach, and also professional selling skills. I've got courses on Udemy. So I'm a leadership coach, as well as customer service uh, consultant. I I just love to add value. I have a podcast, it's called Leadership Talk with Adegoke, massive podcast, adding so much value in content globally. Good to be here. Thank
1: you. Awesome, sir. Awesome. Yes, indeed listen guys, you don't want to miss this treat as entrepreneurs, customer service, customer attention, and sales are our life. Without those things working properly, then our businesses will fail. And know that one of the two keys to that as the leaders within the company, key leaders, owners, et cetera, team leaders, employees, because even as I've said it before, and I said it On Eddie O'Kay's podcast, every one of us are a leader in our own right. No matter what capacity you might be filling in your career, job, or business, you are a leader. And so, we're going to, that's what we're going to talk about today the the power of leadership and how it impacts us in those departments of customer service, customer retention, and sales. And so, sir, please, this is your wheelhouse. So, feel free um, uh, to, to really just start to break that down for us.
2: Okay, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Before that, I was in the banking industry. And so it's been a journey for me. So I'm going to be sharing from experience. I'm not just an author, you know, in terms of customer uh, retention, customer service. I believe that without customers, uh, leaders can show up. Entrepreneurs will work extinct. And so the, our customers are the land of our business. And so we need to be able to find those customers, keep them and grow the customers. It's called the FKG Factor. Keep finding customers, keeping them, and growing the customers. But the customers, they, with the pandemic, so much has happened. Things have, the whole, there's been a recalibration. And so ordinarily, you wait for your customers to come in. Now you, you have to go and search of customers. What platforms, what touch points? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it to all the platforms where they are? And so, not just go there. You must be uh, survey as well. You must be able to identify their needs and fulfill the needs. What what gaps are you filling with your products? What gaps are you filling with your your service? And so, it's not about just selling to customers. Now, what do you do to keep those customers coming back again and again? My sales is what you do uh, a one-off transaction, but service is what you do to keep the customers in the system and you can do cross-selling but service how do you service your customers do you just treat the customers as is it transactional or is it a relationship so i'd just like to stop there before so that you can ask me more questions you've
1: said so much right there because too many times we treat it as a transaction when the power of the customer retention is in the relational sale if you can just break that down for us the difference between the two and where we really need to be.
2: Yeah, uh, because of the need to be profitable. A lot of uh, entrepreneurs think that uh, the more profit you make, the more your business grows. But what is most important is the value you bring to the market. Uh, the value in terms of the relationship. Are you able to nurture the relationship, deepen the relationship, expand the relationship, do something valuable for free, show empathy? Go the extra mile. Basic things that would really cost you money. A relationship that is authentic. A relationship that is transparent. A relationship that is creative. A relationship that is for the long haul. A relationship that is not just a hundred meter dash, but a relationship that is continuous. And for you to keep your customers, the John Maxwell team, which will belong to both of us. John talks about the law of momentum. You have to get the momentum going because customers, uh, they have options. And if you are not able to, and uh, when you look at Apple, Apple comes up with Apple 5, Apple 12, Apple, Thirteen. thing, what you keep in the loop. So yeah, so that's that's the way it is. So uh, Apple is going to be around for a A long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they have the iPod, they have different products to keep you, you know, engaged. And so, and now it's not just about you having a product but you must be You must have a product that's called and called passing. You are also the product. You are the message. If your customers, they don't buy it to you, they're not going to buy it to your product. all right? Products don't work on their own. People push out products. What message do you show empathy? Do you build relationships? Are you someone that there's a no like and trust factor? Are you someone you can trust even at this time?
1: This is good. This is good. That transactional thing is, is a, like you said, it's one-off. It doesn't um, necessarily build relationship. It's just, this is what I have. This is what the customer needs. When I make the sale, let's keep moving. And I know sometimes and it's, especially in particular industries, whether it's uh, home buying or wh- whether it's in real estate, I don't yeah. know. A lot of things that may say, okay, that's, a one-off, but really it's not. It's yeah. not. I, I don't believe that any type of sales is a one-off. I've built that relationship while we're uh, in the process uh, of creating that transaction.
2: If, if you don't mind, I just want to speak to, and that's why some businesses are autopilot. You have the referrals, your customers now become your advocates. They put your business out there. They share the, the experience, They tell people about, you know, how good your product is. And so they bring customers in. So even while, while you sleep, they're mm-hmm. doing the work for you. So what's the experience? What's the ex- experience that your customers are taking away from your business, from interactions with your business? Do you have sort of like a feedback mechanism? What platforms do you have that the customers can reach out and also engage with you? Like I said, the social media, I knew your website, is it interactive or is it just dominance? So you have to put yourself out there and engage with the customers. You have what is called the customer dialogue because customers, it's just like they want to know that you're there, not just there for the money, but yeah. you're there for the relationship.
1: That's good. That's good. So just as a scenario, if you would, if you have a, a company that approaches you and says, okay. I've got some really amazing producers. They are producing their closing sales. They're great at customer service. But I have some people who are not producing. And then they bring you in as a trainer to help in that area. What are one or two things that you would do uh, to help an owner in that particular situation?
2: One of the first things that I'll tell the owner or engage is to make sure that the vision is clear. Because sometimes if the vision is very fuzzy, it cascades down mm. to the people, to the team members. Mm-hmm. And so lack of clarity. The policy has been changed every maybe a few weeks and lack of clear direction. With COVID, so many things have happened. The lockdown, businesses are being shot, masks and all that. But there has to be a clear path for the business. And it comes from the leader. You can't give what do. The leader is not clear. If the leader is not assertive, if the leader is not transparent, it's going to affect the team members. They will not be able to take ownership. So for your team members to take ownership, well, you know, for them to trust you, you have to be clear. And you have to hold them by the hand. And they have to know that you'll be there for them if they drop the ball. So they have to know that you, you're not going to um throw them under the bus. So Because right now, because... A lot of businesses have lost in terms of momentum and profits, My margins have shrunk. Uh, so, I have some companies have decided to do some layoff. And if your staff, you have to retain your staff before you can retain your customers. Your mm-hmm. that they are also your customers, they're internal customers. Yes. So, if they believe that you're with them and when you go to stand by them, they're ready to just put in the very best. So, for the leader, you must be transparent. You must be ready to uh, come down to their level. You must keep in touch. You must also, it's not just about additional instructions, but also showing empathy. You must have a relationship with them, with your staff. Very critical relationship. Because that's, that's what's going to ensure that your business goes through the stone without a, a lot of challenges. For some businesses, I've had to scale back in terms of staff Some have had to shut down uh, abruptly. So I would just say that there must be clarity, there must be compassion in terms of empathy for staff, and there must also be a a relationship-based organization, which is customer-centric, not just for the external customers, but also for the internal customers. Because products will eventually sell in an environment where there's a lot of love, where there's a lot of energy, where there's mutual trust, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's real good. That's real good. As sometimes, those those of us that do have staff, it, it can be easy to forget that they are a customer. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It, you know, yeah. we, we understand B2B in, in terms of those businesses, my vendors that I need to build a relationship with and mm-hmm. yeah. to be productive. We have that, but then right. our team members, our partners, if you will, they are also. Our customers and it's our responsibility as you said to be very clear and concise on what the mission and vision is because that's a part of their roadmap if they don't we don't give them a destination and they don't know and a plan they won't know and then and building that relationship with them that know like and trust factor with your team members so that your transparency matters to them push you. And they know that you have their best interests at heart. And so I found that oftentimes in those situations, wherever they're weaker, they're struggling, they're more inclined yeah. to come to you and say something yeah. if they feel like they can trust you. If they yeah. don't, they tend to wear that mask that they have it together until it falls apart.
2: That's yeah. right. And, and they're also watching you. They're watching yeah. you closely to, to find out if you also... Resilient because there's a lot of pressure to be able to take in and so because so many things are happening at the same time, but there's a lot of fear in the air. People are worried about catching COVID, people are worried about losing their jobs, people are worried about prices of things have gone up, people are worried about also the future. So you have to be the chair leader, you have to, to be the chief motivational officer. You have to be everything wrapped in white. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, and you must show up continuously. Uh, communicate as well. It must there must be constant communication? Because if you drop the ball in that area, it gives room for suspicion. It mm-hmm. gives room for lack of trust. Mm. Uh, it gives room for also confusion. If the business is facing a downtime, it's also good to you the one who gives a lot of hope. They must not just you must not just be seen, but you must be heard from. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. Listen, let's talk a little bit about your book on customer retention and and that's
2: you yeah. know thank thank you so much. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Experiential approach, your yeah.
1: Approach. Yeah, I couldn't get it out. <laughs> and it's and I say that right now because that is also we understand customers as those that we're providing products and service to. Yeah. Yeah. um but you've made a very great point here that the, your internal customer is also your team member because a high a high rate of people going through that revolving door for you um, yeah that costs you money if people mm-hmm. are consistently leaving the company and you're yeah. having to rehire people that costs money energy mm-hmm. and effort so Talk to us uh, more about your book and some of the great nuggets that can be found in there.
2: The book is, this is actually the third edition. The first was written about 12 years ago. And the book is, it's on Amazon. It's once you just Google my name, it's a fantastic book. And I also have uh, the uh, course, world-class customer service. So this book, it's a very powerful book. And it looks at customer retention from different perspectives you have a first-time customer you have the repeat customer you have the member you have the advocate you have the stakeholder and you have the partner so the levels the customers go through so you don't just see customers like walking customer you should see the customer eventually becoming a, part, a partner in terms of your business as you're growing the customer is growing along with you and so if you have that kind of mindset that mind shift it helps to put the customer in the right place as a partner, as opposed to just a working customer, or like I said, transactional. Now, this book as well, it it looks at the quality of your work because at a time like this, some businesses are, are reducing the quality. You don't want to compromise on quality, putting your best because you're in for for the long haul. Like I said, it's a marathon, so you don't want to compromise on that and the book also talks about manners etiquette a lot of people right now because of the of the pandemic they're getting very temperamental Mm. with customers you're not being emotionally intelligent Mm. this is not the time for you to have issues regarding you need to work with yourself you need to work with your mindset you need to talk to people responsibly you Mm -hmm. need to talk to staff responsibly Mm -hmm. uh Show show empathy, like I said, kind words, and make the customers feel feel loved. Show them that you are in you know a partnership with them, and a partnership that is enduring and a partnership that will be beneficial uh, to the customers. So the book has been has been a blessing to me. It's been a blessing to so many people. There's a lot of feedback that we've gotten, and it's opened a lot of good. For example, in, in the in, in the banking industry, in insurance industry. In the uh, real estate sector, yeah. in the um, fast food industry, uh, this has been a valuable asset and transformed so many businesses. So it's such a privilege and honor that we, we, you know, we're a solution even at a time like this. Yes. Thank you
1: That's awesome. I mean, customer retention, it's like, like you said at the top of the conversation, the customers are uh, the lifeblood of your business. Your business. internal customer, your employee a partner, as well as the external customer, the one who is the consumer of your product or service. And so as owners and key leaders, it's imperative that we understand that and understand how to approach them. And you said something really key, having emotional intelligence is necessary.
2: You have to be able to self-regulate. You need yourself because if you have issues regarding Mm -hmm. self-leadership, no one is going to stay with you for the long. Yes. You're not going to be able to retain your customers. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you must find the customer, keep the customer, and grow the customer. Mm -hmm. When you grow the customer, you're meeting their needs. Are you fulfilling that role as not just selling a product, but building a relationship that is impact legacy driven? Yes.
1: Mm Yes, Mm-hmm. That's good. Then. That's good.
2: I know you love legacy.
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I do. I do.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's not just selling. It's not so about. It's not just about selling products. Mm-hmm. You're touching lives. You're building. You're building lives. So you're showing up every because people have problems beyond using your products. People are going through challenges, a loss of a loved one, emotional challenges, health challenges, challenges with their children, and so. You just want to be there and be seen as a partner.
1: This is true. This is true. With that, with getting a good grasp of that and being willing to do that hard work and add value, all of that is, is if we can say one sentence or a few words, add value, like, I intentionally want to add value to my team members. That's right without an expectation or with the expectation that team member is going to grow yeah, and they are going to become the best version of themselves. And I'm a part of that because my intent is to continuously add value to the, to That's my right. team member. And what, through my product or service, I'm mm-hmm. adding value to my end user, to my customer yeah. and through building that relationship uh, one of the stages I heard you say is an advocate. They I mean, are see, the best marketer yeah. you could ever have.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Because they just want to share the good news, the experiential. They just want to tell people about the experience in terms of using your product, in terms of your staff, in terms of the opportunities, that lie in being a customer to your organization. And so it's a win-win. Yeah. You want to say something as well concerning advocacy?
1: I doubt. Oh, we might be on here another two hours if I do that. So I'm going to stay
2: Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Then. <laughs>
1: I'm going to stay the course this time. All
2: right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine.
1: Because there's so much. There's so yeah, much. I know, I know. Right there. <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, and, and what I'd like to segue to right now, you've given us some great information. Listen, guys, you want to go out and pick up that book, get on Amazon and Experiential. Approach and it's customer retention and experiential approach, but you also want to look for practical selling skills. Practical selling skills because that—that's
2: selling in crisis. Yeah, yeah, that's on Amazon. The selling in crisis. Yeah, it's also okay. on Amazon. Yeah. So talk to us they, about the professional selling skills, the world-class customer service. That's on um, that's on Udemy. You okay. you want to? Yeah, you said I should talk to you about which one.
1: The uh, practical selling skills.
2: Okay. Basically, I mean, selling is you have different types of strategies of selling.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You have the ambush selling. You have the consultants consultative selling. You have the open plan selling. Just all manners of just make sure you get your product in the hands of your customers. I mean, going on to the days where you just, there's what you call the idea, which is A-I-D-A, attention, interest desire, you know, action. But beyond that, selling is now, you must be seen as an expert. You must be able to get into the minds of your customers. You must be able to identify their needs and prefer solutions. You must be able to stay engaged. You must be able to create a platform where you can, you know, a forum, where you can not just meet their needs but bring them into a community where they can get also uh, feedback from other other users of your products. So it's a lifelong thing, but selling selling is an art. You you must also be also be relatable as, like I said, the customer buys into you first before mm. he or she buys your product. So you're not just selling a physical product, but you're selling yourself and you're selling your values, what you stand for. Are you a person, a character? Are you a person that is focused? Are you someone that is committed to what you say? And so if the customer sees those values and it's so apparent, Even in your team, uh, the customer just wants to come back again and again and again. So selling is a lifestyle. Selling is continuous. Selling is also emotional. You must be able to connect with the emotions of your customers. So practical selling, professional selling, it's all well-rounded. And even at a time like this, you find some people, uh, the sales is going down. But if you have the right skills, the right tools at a time like this, no other time to sell than now. For, my, for, for me, this book, this is just a, a recent edition, which has mm-hmm. just come out, and it's, it's sending so fast. And some people will say, how many people are buying books? How many people are reading? But people, it depends on how you present your product. Mm-hmm. If you present your product in a way that customers feel that they can get a lot of value, and it makes it very simple for them to be able to pick up your products. Um. Yeah. And you, they're also able to pass on the feedback. It makes it very seamless. Yeah. Makes it very seamless.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. And no matter the, I think the state of the world economy or whatnot, however you want to see it. Yeah. Their product, their services, their customers, and people right. are always have a need for your product or your service because if your product or service meets their need and they that's know it right. exists and like yes. you said you've shown yourself to be a subject matter expert uh something yes. that you and that really just brings back to mind something that you said even in the beginning of the conversation you are your brand you represent yes. your company, you the message what you. it is you're the message you're the message you're the messenger you're the representative ambassador all of that good stuff and so that's right uh people buy into you
2: Before they buy the product.
1: Before they buy the product. And so that's an important piece to really understand about sales is how have I presented myself as my brand ambassador? Yeah. Um, How have I presented myself consistently, continually?
2: Are you accessible as well?
1: Yeah. Yes. And my accessibility. Yes. How am I engaging consistently um, with my current client or my potential client? How am I engaging them? How am I adding value with them through each engagement that they have with me? So And, also,
2: and also the area of handling complaint, service recovery. Mm. service recovery, Because it's not just about selling products. The customer's challenges regarding those products. How are you able to recover that service failure? Uh, because Good. that would definitely happen. Uh, some uh, customers finally very disappointed. At the point of uh, purchase, everything seems very smooth. But if they have a challenge with the products and they, they find that the response is very slow, mm-hmm. um, you can be rest assured that you're creating a major crisis, even for your brand. So you mm-hmm. don't want to leave any door open mm-hmm. uh, for escalation of challenges. Mm-hmm. You want to resolve them as soon as possible.
1: As soon as possible. Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. they are Amount of value that you've added here. I know, you know, you guys have been taking these notes. Your hands moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> I knew your hand would have been moving fast through this conversation. For no words. What we're going to do in the show notes and in the, in the description of the video on YouTube, all of K's contact information, his social media, his websites, uh, links to the books on Amazon and Udemy. We're going to provide that to you. So thank you. and you can always hit replay. <laughs> you can thank always you. hit that replay.
2: Thank, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> awesome. To awesome.
1: so go back and, and, and re-listen, to, um, re-listen to this podcast and let the information soak in. Repetitiveness is how we learn, right? That's right. Uh, you you want to make sure as business owners, as key leaders within our organizations, you want to make sure that we are providing the very best Internal and external customer service possible. That's we right to make sure that we're building relationship in these transactions because we want that customer to be an advocate. Yeah. That product, the service that we provide, right. I get referrals as well. And absolutely, and something that that Eddie mentioned even in the end, how we resolve problems is necessary. Like we need to have that down to an art form, a science that, but the same. Sense of urgency that we respond to people when we're trying to close a right. sale. We respond to them with that same level of urgency with if they were to have an issue with a yeah. product or service, right? That's right. So yeah. you want to do you want to make sure your warranty stands, whatever That's that right. might be. Your word, your warranty, your return policy, all of that. We want to make that very customer friendly because in even in that, a customer can become your advocate. Yeah, uh, If they were pleased with the way their situation was resolved.
2: Yeah, they're excited. They want to tell as many people as possible about their experience. Friends, five colleagues, a place in work, mm-hmm. and church members. Anyone within in the reach, they want to just share the news. And for a business, that's why you find that a lot of people using some products will stay with those products for years. and They didn't just stay with this products State. They bring in all the friends. They bring in all the fun. I do want to be in that kind of environment for your business to be an auto. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely a win-win. I can think of a couple of different products that I'm just.
2: I don't. No, I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't, don't, don't want to sell. I don't want to sell
1: credit. Yeah, because I've no big paid. It's not. <laughs> just yeah, I think too close. Exactly. <laughs> like we <laughs> all can think about. Different yeah. products or services that we use to run our households and our business. It doesn't matter if somebody else is providing something cheaper, you are not moving because you will love the customer service that company provides. And so you are with them until Jesus returns. So we can right. that. all that's right. That's, that's right. That's what we want to provide in return to our customers, internal and external customers, that they become that advocate um, for the things that we provide.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Because it's a lifelong journey. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yes.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Listen, sir, it has been wonderful having you on as a guest here on Liquid's Toolbox. The, your wisdom and the insight into the areas of customer service, customer retention, and sales is amazing. And you definitely added more value than I could expect. The, wow, you you so exceeded much. the expectation, right? So thank you again so much. Uh, for coming on listen guys that have been tuning in to the podcast we appreciate you we appreciate you those that continuously follow us thank you so much if this is your first time thank you so much for tuning in and please consider hitting that like subscribe button so that you can be updated and notified when new episodes of Liquidus toolbox comes out and but most importantly please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Let us know what you think about what we're doing, the value that we're providing. And if you feel like we're not meeting your expectation, I want to know that as well, because I want to know what I can do to provide you with the tools that you need to grow as an entrepreneur, as well as tools for your personal growth and development. Until next time, this is Laquita Mondley and it has been Laquita's Toolbox. You guys be blessed and have a great day.
2: Thank you so much, Laquita.
0: Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.